You're listening to the Enlighten Me podcast, and I'm your host, Mackenzie. Thanks so much for tuning in today. You are listening to an Enlighten Me mini episode where it's just me talking, and these episodes are meant to bring you a little extra education in between the weeks that I am interviewing guests. So the last episode that I posted, it was a two-part series where I interviewed my new friend Priya Patel, and we talked all about sun protection, which if you missed that, I highly recommend you go check that out because it really is a must-listen. We gotta learn about protecting our body's largest organ, which is our skin. So please go listen to that, but today we are talking about chewing gum. So for many of us, chewing gum is like a favorite thing of ours. We see athletes chew gum on the sidelines of their games. We are given gum by the dentist sometimes to help control our breath and keep us fresh. And I know when I was in high school, everybody had a pack of gum in their backpack. And if you pulled it out, a million people were asking you for a piece. So it was in many senses as valuable as the US dollar. So we all love gum. It's fun to chew. It freshens your breath and it even gives you a little perk of energy because of the sugar in it. But we also know that we find gums on the sidewalk, we find it under tables and under chairs, and if you touch it, ugh, it's so nasty when you find gum that isn't yours, right? According to an article from The Atlantic in 2014, gum is actually the second most common type of litter, with cigarette butts being the first. Gross! There's a reason that we're always finding it in these places. That's because gum does not biodegrade. Have you ever looked at what the main ingredients in gum are, the stuff that we are putting in our mouths? Well, gum is primarily made from synthetic polymers, which aka is plastic and rubber. According to another article from the Washington Post in 2011, Goodyear, the same company that makes car tires, makes the base ingredient for most major gum brands. So yeah, we're basically chewing rubber and plastic. How delicious does that sound, right? So gum does not biodegrade since it's made out of rubber and plastic. So where does it end up? Well, like all other garbage, it's ending up in our oceans and our landfills. And that's after it gets scraped off the streets and scraped off of under the tables. According to that same Washington Post article, the city of London made efforts to clean gum off their streets before hosting the 2012 Olympics, which meant steam cleaning over 300,000 pieces of chewing gum off the streets. Now, the average piece of gum costs about five cents, but it costs the city about three dollars per piece of gum to remove. That means the city of London spent just under one million dollars to clean gum off the streets. That is crazy, and that doesn't even factor in how much water and energy and cleaning solutions and chemicals were put into this cleaning. So that is tax dollars being wasted, am I right? And if it's not the city that's forking out this money for cleaning efforts, it's private businesses that are having to pay to clean gum off their properties. And that means that consumer prices are raised because they have to fork out this money. Another thing to consider is the waste that comes from gum packaging. Most gum is being sold in plastic tubs or plastic coated boxes. And so one pack of gum obviously isn't a lot of waste, but added up over time, it really does contribute quite a bit to the waste stream. A man named Andrew Nisker actually did a documentary about this topic called Dark Side of the Chew, and I'm posting a link to the TED Talk that he did about it in case you want to check that out. It has obviously a little more information than I do here, so if you want to learn more, there it is. But as you can see, gum is not quite as innocent as we think it is. So what are the better alternatives? Well, some people have looked to start a gum recycling project And that's because gum, like I said, is made out of plastic and rubber, so it can be turned into other things like toys and hairbrushes and whatnot. 
but that requires people to actually recycle their gum and that doesn't mean throw it in your recycling bin and put it out with the trash it would be a special recycling facility just for gum so that might be a little far stretch for people to do well there's also the option of just brushing your teeth more often right that's what a lot of people would say is i don't need to chew gum because i brush my teeth well i like to think that most of us do brush our teeth but we need something for when we're on the go right If you're looking for a quick on-the-go solution to freshening your breath, have you ever checked out the ancient art of tongue scraping? I know it sounds really weird, but it's actually a practice that goes years and years back where you literally scrape your tongue to get off the nasty debris and it helps to freshen your breath. There are a lot of tongue scrapers out there that you can buy for pretty cheap, but I would recommend getting a copper or a steel one. So again, to reduce that plastic waste. And it's a great little thing you can keep in your purse or in your car if you just want it for on the go. Now, if you're looking for something to actually snack on and you like the little sugary energy boost that gum gives you, maybe you should switch to mints. Mints are a little bit more of an eco-friendly alternative than gum because they obviously biodegrade. We can chew them up and swallow them and digest them, right? Now, they obviously still have not the best ingredients. Most of them have sugar or fake sugars, and then a lot of them even have nasty things like gelatin in them, which I try to avoid. And then, of course, the packaging usually come in plastic. I used to buy Altoids a lot before I learned that they had gelatin in them, and those come in a metal tin, so that's a little better, but still, they have a plastic wrapping around them, which I get to ensure freshness and everything, but it is just hard to avoid that packaging when you're buying stuff like that. If you're thinking, I definitely want to keep chewing gum and chewing mints, but I'll just make sure I buy a natural kind. Well, natural tends to be a buzzword, so I would make sure you are very careful when you look for that and check the ingredients labels on everything. If that is the route you're going to take, one brand I can recommend is a brand called Simply Gum. So it's a chiclet-based gum, which chiclet is actually something that comes from the sapodilla tree, and it's actually where gum originated from. So kind of going back to the basics with that. So it's a chiclet-based gum. There's no fake stuff in it. It's pretty much as natural as you're going to find. And they also have mints that they carry too if you want to avoid gum altogether. So that's one good brand I would recommend. But like I said, you just need to make sure you do your research. Avoid those synthetic polymers. Avoid animal byproducts. Try to avoid the plastic packaging that doesn't often get recycled. And just think about those products that you're buying. Maybe you're thinking, Okay, I have been chewing gum this whole time, but I really don't need it. That's kind of where I'm at. I've decided it's just easier to cut it out. I'm just going to drink my water and brush my teeth often instead. So there are some much better alternatives to the typical chewing gum you would find on the shelves. So think before you buy. That's all I have for now. I would love to hear what you thought of this show. Please make sure you reach out to me either through my website or my Instagram or Facebook. I'd love to hear from you and connect with you. Make sure you subscribe to the show, leave a review so that I can keep donating money to those awesome charities and keep seeking to get enlightened. Peace out.